0: welcome to another informative episode of the no harm health and safety podcast no harm is the podcast for health and safety professionals like you we're here to help you sharpen your professional skills and better understand emerging issues let's get started well hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the no harm health and safety podcast as always i'm your host marvin polis for this episode, I'm in studio, and joining me remotely from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, is Ashleen Boyd. Ashleen is a safety advocate, and she has a really touching backstory with respect to her family. Tell me about this. Tell me how you became a safety advocate.
1: Yes. Hi, Marvin. Thank you again for having me on your show today. Um, so it all began a couple or three years ago now in 2017 when unfortunately my dad went to work one day and never returned home. My dad was an owner and operator of a landscaping company in Toronto. He was working on a steep embankment with his harness and anchors in But unfortunately, he lost his footing and his anchor points failed, resulting in him rolling down the hill bank and rolling down a retaining wall, which ended up him hitting his head off of the brick wall of the home he was working on. Um, My dad ended up in the hospital in a coma and on life support with a close skull fracture um, and a brain bleed, which eventually my dad was pronounced brain dead. 24 hours after the incident, which was, of course, very traumatic to my family. And after that point, I promised myself and my dad that I would do everything I could to help raise awareness about the importance of workplace safety. So no other daughter or any loved one would have to go through what my family and I did um, and in hopes that their fathers or their loved ones would return home safely to them.
0: No, Ashling. With something like this, uh, often there's a root cause analysis that that happens. And was that done? Like, how could this actually happen?
1: Well, what we did was the Ministry of Labor, which is the normal protocol in Ontario, did go to the site. We were fortunate. My brother actually took over my dad's business for a brief standpoint and had already exposure to his business, so they had gone to the the property and had done their investigation. And what they came back with was saying that actually my dad and I, or my dad, sorry, had actually gone above and beyond the protocols. Of course, there was additional barriers or guardrails that could have been installed in the backyard. But unfortunately, we think it was... Mother Nature. It had rained a few days, or I guess the entire week uh, leading up to that job. And he had actually been working at that site for a few days and was only an hour away from finishing the job. But because of the rain, we felt like the The ground was moist, which may have caused the anchor points to have failed. And that was kind of just left as is. Um, We kind of just left the investigation. We ended up closing it. We're just like not a family to go sue, you know, the owners or anything of that scale. And at the end of the day, we couldn't change the outcome. We can't bring my dad back. But what we learned from there is that there are, in certain degrees, you know, after my dad being in business for 39 years... You know, I looked at it, it. Was should he have gotten a second opinion? You know, of course he gets into his habits, but then again, he was um, very strict when it came to the safety protocols on his site. I mean, he is liable for everything and for the safety of his employees. Um, so there was really two folds to it: was it Mother Nature, and that's something that's out of our control. Or as a leader, did he maybe just not think enough or thoroughly outline, you know, what he was putting in place and, you know, put himself at risk? I mean, there's so many, obviously, factors we can't go back and ask my dad, but that was in terms of what the investigation had outlined. And my brother ended up actually finishing the job and, and completed what my dad had obviously committed to.
0: Now, you mentioned your brother, and of course, your your whole family would have been absolutely devastated by this. Tell tell me about the effect on your family.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, uh, we were very fortunate to have an amazing father. He was definitely one to be born to be a father. And uh, my dad was actually an immigrant from Ireland, and he had just celebrated 39 years a month before his incident for the company that he had started. So he came from that amazing work ethic of working on a farm, moved to Canada when he was 20 and had not a penny in his pocket. So he was that true immigrant where he worked so hard and established a great reputation in the business and in return gave his family an amazing life. Me being the youngest, I was I had a phenomenal relationship with my dad. We were actually planning our trip to Ireland the night before. So I was fortunate that I had such a close relationship and really did everything with my dad. As I tell people, you know There's that phrase, the one-stop shop. My dad was my one-stop person. But given the situation, I, as you mentioned, I live in Calgary, but the incident was in Toronto, which is where I'm from. And ironically, I was actually home that week for a work conference. So as devastating as it was, you know, my dad was always a person to teach us that you got to take your challenges and really turn it around into something good. So I reflect on obviously having those moments with him leading up to his incident, but also reflecting on how many years I had with him and how many lessons he taught me. So of course, yes, it was extremely traumatic. I mean, it's um, it never goes away. But of course, I'm I'm a big believer in you know continuing his legacy. I was very much similar to him, so I think it just organically has happened which has ha- kind of led me to taking his incident and and advocating it for on his behalf and others that have been affected but we've all you know dealt with it at different stages. My brother did take on his business for a short period of time. He's an entrepreneur himself. So we were fortunate. So he committed to all the projects my dad had obviously signed off on and completed all of them. Um, But he has his own businesses as well. So we did close down the business about a year and a half ago. And then with my mom and my sister, um, like I said, we've kind of all dealt with it on our own terms. But I think we've all done our best to uh, continue the legacy and our family has grown since his passing, so have additional nieces and nephews now. So we do our best to, of course, make them aware in terms of how amazing their, their grandpa was.
0: Well, clearly this had some very significant emotional consequences and and financial consequences as well for your family, given that he was the owner of the business. You know, I understand that this was really a springboard for you to get involved as a safety advocate. So tell me what happened next.
1: Yeah, so I guess to kind of go back two years prior to his incident, I was working for an organization that was a national corporate sponsor for an organization that uh, raised awareness for workplace safety called Threads of Life. Um, And so they have annual walks throughout the the country in major cities called Steps for Life. So I was asked to partake in it. And also, I mean, coming from a, com- a family that was very charitable, um, my dad was always giving back. When I moved to Calgary, I really wanted to get involved in the community. And this was the first opportunity I was presented. So I attended the walk for two years. And the second walk I attended was the beginning of May. Um, and that's where you heard other family stories. And then two weeks after that walk is when my family was became an example of one that was impacted by a workplace incident. And so that really kind of propelled me where, you know, I was already exposed to an association. But for me, I was like, now I can, you know, really leverage my story and try and help others. I mean, at the same time, I mean, all I wanted to do was help and raise awareness, but I too also needed the help. I mean, I had just gone through something super traumatic, something you never wish for. I mean, literally was your worst nightmare. But from there, it's kind of evolved in me sharing my story, helping others, um, supporting them to the best of my ability, also learning more and more in terms of the safety protocols in the industry. And I've actually moved over to a more safety focused role where I am a sales rep for a safety manufacturing company. So it's really, yeah, I've really kind of gone in full throttle in terms of the safety uh, industry. And I think it's obviously it's just his incident fueled my passion for it and that's where i am right now
0: how do you bring your personal experiences into your current job and your your other extracurricular activities?
1: I mean, for me, I think every day we all need to return home safely. And so with my day-to-day job, we offer products to our motto is we protect people. And so I really take that to heart. I mean, I know with people who sell products, they're like, oh, we just sell products and that's it. But you're not only helping those businesses fuel and help them generate um, you know, their daily tasks they need to accomplish for their business, but... You're also providing products to protect their employees. And that really means a lot to me because I can't go back in time and help protect my dad. But what I can do is help you know the people that I'm servicing and helping the current generation and the future generations in sharing that story and my experience in hopes that of course no one else goes through this experience like my family and I did. And so yeah, I guess I I, I take that experience and uh, and feel it into my everyday job, even though it you know. Might not be on a larger scale, but I feel like every bit of effort and protecting those products goes a long way and protecting those employees who, of course, are loved ones to others and getting them home safely every night.
0: Absolutely. So clearly that's a big part of your day-to-day job. And now beyond that, what are you doing? Because because I understand that you're actually getting out there as a safety advocate and getting your personal message out. How are you going about doing that?
1: Yeah. So it's funny because I remember my dad always saying, he was like, oh, you'll start a business one day. And I'm like, what? What would I do, dad? And he's like, I don't know. You'll figure it out. And uh, since this happened, even though I've been given opportunities through organizations to share my story, I really wanted to kind of create my own brand. And I did create it. I, it's now called CB Safety. Uh, CB, of course, stands for my dad's initials, which is his name is called Boyd. And so I just thought that was a great representation for him. And ironically, never thought, obviously, I would create some type of branding that would reflect him. But I, I do believe at the end of the day, everything does happen for a reason. And so I've you know, kind of, I guess, taking his entrepreneur mindset and just started. Um, and so I just kind of started launching it on social platforms, sharing my story, networking with individuals like yourself and and trying to learn more about the safety space and leveraging my story to integrate that messaging. Because I feel like, you know, we all have our own authentic stories that really can help um, others. And for me, I'm a strong believer. My dad always had the saying, the next generation to do better than the one before, And I always follow that every single day, but I also do believe in tweaking that messaging and saying that the next generation should be safer than the one before. So I'm a big, big believer that by sharing my message and obviously expanding my network and working with others, getting that message across in hopes that we could prevent future workplace incidents for the next generation.
0: Understood. So you've created a you've created a website presence, you've created an Instagram presence. Are you also available? I'm curious, are you available as a keynote speaker?
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's definitely something that as kind of a big part of my branding. And right now I've just launched the, the Instagram page and hope to get onto other platforms and of course start a website at some point. I am already a motivational speaker um, and have attended organization safety events. So absolutely I'm I'm always trying to put my name out there and, and working with others to try and either you know, be present at their events, but obviously in today's environment, a lot of the asks have been virtual. So either way, I definitely am more intending to go that route because I feel like that's a better way to to share my story and get the message across.
0: Well, it's really wonderful that you're honouring your father's memory in this way. Now, where can our listeners learn more about you?
1: Yeah, so from the start right now, I mean, following me on my Instagram page, it's c.b.safety and I've just started, you know, posting a few things, of course, learning along the way in terms of what content people are looking for. And so that would be a great starting point. But of course, I encourage other people to, you know, find me that route and they can message me directly if they want to learn a little bit more or partner on any initiatives, whether they're in the safety space or not. So that's that's where they can easily touch base with me is through that platform.
0: Thank you very much for joining us today on the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. I really do appreciate you sharing your story. Good luck with all your endeavors.
1: Thank you, Marvin. I appreciate the opportunity today.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. Be sure to join us next time. And a reminder that you can subscribe to us for free on SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The No Harm Health and Safety Podcast is a production of Stimulant Strategies and Media Productions. You can learn more about us at Stimulant.ca. All the best, everyone, and stay safe.